0: it's vegas it's rock it's dogs it's vegas rock dog radio a rock and roll show all about pets people and pop culture stand by for great guests and cool advice all in one rocking hour the phone lines are open at 702-483-4444 that's 702-483-4444 Now, let's bring on the host. Here is the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam.
1: Hello, animal lovers! You are listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, a rock and roll show all about pets, people, and pop culture. And I am your host. I am known as the Queen of Rock and Roll Dogs. My name is Sam, and we are live from Las Vegas. Don't be confused by my accent. I do live here. (laughs) I've kept the accent. I've kept it for almost twenty years of living here. So uh, I think I'm doing pretty well. So uh, you're. Listen to our show, and it's all about pets, people, pop culture. We cover tons and tons of topics. Some are really fun, some are very serious, but we try to give you a broad spectrum of what's happening in the animal world. So it's not just about dogs, even though we call it Rock Dog Radio, but dogs are, are one of my absolute passions. So before we get started, Uh, I'm going to tell you how you can find us on the Internet. Our main website is VegasRockDogRadio.com. That's kind of the hub for the whole show. Our Ustream, and we are live, is Ustream.tv. The channel is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. I'll give you a little wave. There you go. And Facebook is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Twitter is Vegas Rock Dog Show. No W at the end. Call in at 702-483-4444. And as I said, you're listening live, and you're listening live to the show from... Vegas Online Radio, part of Lotus Broadcasting, and if you don't get a chance to listen in live, you can always listen to an archive show, and you'll find that on the same page there. Instagram, if you're a, if you're a lover of taking pictures of your pets. Trust me, I will never complain about pictures of your pets. <laughs> so you can go to Vegas Rock Dog. And if you want to pick up some rock and roll clothing for you and your hip dog, you can go to VegasRockDog.com. Our blog our blog is the TheRockAndRollDog.com. Mm, just an N. the TheRockAndRollDog.com. And Google Plus is Sam Ratcliffe. And you can find the radio show once you find me there. And finally, we have our own Yap, yap app. Yap app, hard to say in the morning sometimes, and that is www.yapp.us, yapp.us dot US and you're gonna find you'll download the app and then you'll download my show. And uh it's, it's very interactive, so if, if we've got any announcements, that goes out directly. It comes straight on your phone as a notification. Don't worry, we don't send out a million notifications. That drives me crazy sometimes. How many notica- notifications do we need in a day? So uh, so we will not bombard you with them. So, top of the show, here is my uh, rock and roll dog tip of the week. And actually, this pertains to any lost pet. could actually apply this to, if you lose your child, which you know we sometimes see um on the news so here's my tip so recently i've just seen just an inordinate inordinate can't even speak to it i need to put new teeth in today that's what i need to do mike okay new teeth. <laughs> inordinate amount of postings of lost pets that's what i've been seeing a lot of now i have some suspicions too that it's not just lost lost pets we I think we're seeing a big rise in stolen pets and um, where I'm from um, uh, England United Kingdom that is a big big problem over there a very big problem stealing your pets turning around flip it's called flipping pets turn around make money off your pet and in some uh, regions uh, they, they go around with a, a piece of chalk and they'll put an X or a symbol on your gate or on the wall in front of your house, which basically, hey, they have pets, and uh, they're outside, so it's pretty easy to get them. So um, I think we're seeing a big rise in this crime in Las Vegas, and um, because I have a hard time believing there's that many people who lose their pets. I mean, I am so paranoid about losing my pets. There's there's no chance. It's never happening. I mean, I must ask Jim a 100 times in the car, have you got the leashes in your hand? Have you got the leashes in your hand before we open the door? So um, I I do suspect that we've got a little problem that's starting to grow. So here's my tip for those pets that are lost. And I see people doing lots and lots of different things to get the word out about their pet. Of course, social media is fantastic. And email, of course. Um posting your information on... Craigslist for a lost pet, but it's kind of scary on Craigslist. It's it's not the best place. But um, we do happen to match up a lot of people who've lost a pet that have posted on Craigslist through a Facebook um, post. So, And there are some incredible groups here in town that are um, posting and monitoring Craigslist and other websites so that they can take that information, put it on their page, and hopefully reunite the owner with the pet. So I say there's many, many things that you can do, many things you can do, but this is one I saw this week and I thought it was rather genius and that is to actually take those um, I don't know what they call them because this might be like a cultural impasse but what what do they call those markers you use on the back of your car window is there a name for it you know you can write on, on your window with them
2: I remember using shoe polish
1: Oh, that would work. Totally that would work because it has a sponge thing on the end, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, you're
2: talking about like when you see cars that say get married, just yeah. got married. Yeah, shoe polish. Yeah. White shoe polish is what they That
1: use. would work because yeah. uh, I don't even know what the word is. Um, someone had taken one of those and written all the information about their lost pet on their back window. And then in, d- in addition to that, they'd actually stuck up a an image of their pet on the inside of the window. And I just thought that was genius because you look at the amount of people that see the back of your car when you're driving and uh, the locations that you go to, you know, whether it's Target or, you know, wherever you're shopping, the grocery store. So it's just uh, another um, great tip for finding pets. And uh, as I say, it's... um, It's something that's on the rise, but uh, it's a very quick, inexpensive way of getting the word out. And if you can ask your friends to do the same for you, then that's more cars driving around with your pet's information on it. So that's my tip of the week, which is to write the information on the back window and include a photograph as well. So I really, really like that tip. Um, You know, but I was thinking about that also. Rescues could also use that to promote their rescue uh, adoption events. So I thought that would be a, a cool way of getting the word out. Adoption event this weekend, at blah, 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 this hour to this hour, and a cute picture of a pet. And uh, I think that would really, really help with marketing. So I will be sharing that information on Facebook for a lot of people who need that extra help. So how was my week? Sometimes my week, so much happens in the week, I can't think of all the things that happened in the week.
2: I've been so busy.
1: I, you too. It's crazy.
2: It? Uh, it's just been absolutely crazy.
1: I, 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 I thought at the end of last year that we'd kind of calm down a little bit. <laughs> it's been worse than ever. No. I should never have said those words. I jinx jinxed myself.
2: <laughs> we're getting ready to move. This be coming up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you,
1: your go. move's coming. Yeah. Oh, that's that's not fun. It's great once you get in. I guess. It's, well, sort of. It's great once you get in and it's all unpacked. <laughs> then it's great. Yeah, and
2: I'm checking the boxes out the door. <laughs> Then it's great.
1: People get so fed up when, when I get to cook
2: my first meal. I get my first <laughs> hot shower there. Then, and then, you're in, in then, your I'm, then I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'll do that.
1: Oh my gosh! The cats will
2: so be funny. terrorized for two weeks. Oh yeah,
1: on. with a move. Yeah, no, I hate it. Yeah, trying to get used to a new location. Mm-hmm. You know, I should do. I should do a show on that. How to help your pet, pets with the transition? Because so many people's pets run away when they move. Because We're still
2: looking for a white lab pup I'm,
1: female. Any I'm listeners looking,
2: out there who got it? I'm
1: still looking for you.
2: About a guy here in Las Vegas wants $1,600 a pup.
1: Uh, and I bet you anything, he's not a breeder. I don't know. I keep looking for you, though. I keep looking for you, Mike, because uh, wouldn't it be great? You move a new house, you get a new dog. That
2: would be great. It would be
1: perfect. <laughs> I'm not helping you move, by the way.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: I'm that nice. I'm like, no, I'm not helping you move. It's stressful, though. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't, no.
2: I just go to U-Haul, get the truck, stop down at the, uh, the Home Depot, pick up a couple of folks along the way, you know what I mean? Help you. Manpower. Manpower, there you go.
1: Manpower is what uh, you That's need. it, go in. <laughs> well, pay, your,
2: pay, your, pay, your, pay your little fee there, man, have, have, hook them up, take them to McDonald's after you're done, grab them a burger and an iced tea, and <laughs> they get their pay, I'm happy, I don't have to touch
1: boxes. I know, it's too much. But it's a good opportunity to, like, to get rid of stuff, though. You know, it's a really good uh, time to purge and uh, lighten yourself up a little bit, isn't it?
2: We did that when we packed. you <laughs> <laughs> looking at my wife, we haven't used this snow cone machine ever. Why do we have it?
1: Because <laughs> everybody has one of those in there. <laughs>
2: it's always, I got the best deal on this thing. <laughs> best deal is not is okay you know that if you got the thing that was 29.95 and you got it for six bucks but if you never use it it's never a great it was deal kind
1: of expensive you should rent it out you should rent it out
2: no i went in the dumpster
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> along with the chocolate malt thing that you dip ice cream in we never use this thing it's set in a cupboard in a box i mean the box was so old i thought it was going to fossilize <laughs> Like I said, are we ever going to dip the ice cream in this thing? <laughs> no, no.
1: No, we're not. Why do we have it then? Goodbye. I got a deal. Okay, I got a deal. Oh, that's funny. Oh, my gosh. It's been so- in the closet
2: four years. We've never used it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's such a waste of money, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, busy week for me, too. Just uh, a, a myriad of things. Uh, one of the things I've been focusing on is it's actually National Pet Dental Month. And I don't think people take their pets teeth and the health of their teeth seriously enough because it 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 will be if you've got bad teeth you've got a gateway to lots of health problems with your pets so it's something you really really should start to focus on i have a fantastic friend called carol bryant she has a, a blog called fidos of reality she's my kind of pet parent she's mad like me she does she does the Oh, uh, well, what was her fundraiser last year? She's not here in town. Uh, fundraiser was uh, Wiggle Butts go to Hollywood, and did a big fundraiser. And uh, I mean, it's a full-on like star-studded affair, and she raises a lot of money. Um, her love is cocker spaniels; she loves them. So she's making a huge difference in the pet world. Anyway, she, uh, out of all the bloggers I know, and I know a million pet bloggers, um, and this has been their focus because February is Pet Dental um, Month. I really, really liked a blog post that she put up, so I wanted to share that with you today because um, I thought she had some brilliant tips. You know, when it comes to cleaning those teeths, and <laughs> that's with an F, <laughs> teeths. <laughs> 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 and uh, I just thought it was such a good article, and uh, to get you, if you if you're having struggles or if you haven't really started on on, a, on an oral care program for your pets, this is a brilliant step by step. And I know there's some listeners right now who are saying, yeah, right, because cleaning your pet's teeth isn't the most fun things to do or the easiest of things to do. And um, some pets just don't want you near them with a toothbrush. That's the last thing, you know, like, open wide. So, um, and it's probably not the best thing to do straight off the bat. So uh, this is where uh, these tips are going to make a huge difference in your pet accepting and being comfortable with a daily oral care routine. So... Here we go. Like I said, it's National Pet Dental Health Month. And if you aren't doing something proactive for your for your pet's teeth, you can guarantee that your pet will eventually suffer. Uh, some dogs hate, uh, and cats hate, teeth brushing. And if you have a pet like that, this article is especially for you. And I love I just loved all these tips. Um the American Veterinary Medical Association president, doctor Ted Conn, recently stated that although daily toothbrushing is advised for dogs and cats, only two percent I said two percent of dog owners follow through. That's not even worth mentioning, really, is it? In addition, 65% of dogs with stage one periodontal disease often go untreated. That's kind of mind blowing, really, isn't it? Because we've got bad teeth, then it can affect um, your pet's overall general health as well. And you'll find that out also through blood work. Which I found out through Galaxy. We knew we needed to get her teeth cleaned. We had a vet read the the blood panel, and she said this is a little bit elevated because that's because of bacteria, and uh, we'll fix that because we're going to clean her teeth, and she's going to be in good shape. So uh, this is how you find out. Of, of course, you can see stuff visually. You know, it's quite scary. I think what's happened is I think I think pet owners ju- have just accepted. Oh well, I just go and take them for a yearly teeth cleaning, as the norm. But it's not the norm. The norm is you should clean their teeth and you should never have to do the put them under teeth cleaning, which is risky, you know. So um, we want to try and change people's perception of what's, what's acceptable and what the better route is to actually having good health for their teeth so um, if you're one of those people that's like oh yeah well we just clean them every year we go to the vet and we put them under Mm -hmm. you don't want to do that and particularly when they get much much older so um, you can totally avoid all of that by actually just cleaning their teeth Every day—that's the one thing that blows people's minds. Like every day, yes, every single day. So here's some of the common reasons um, that—and these are all from, I say, from um, Carol Bryant's uh, blog post from Fighters of Reality. She said the common um, excuses that she hears people tell tell her are uh, uh, why they don't want to brush the dog's teeth or why they can't—is my dog hates it and puts up a fight or a fuss. I don't have the time. Uh, they get kibble and or dog biscuits, so I don't need to brush. And here's the reality of it: you can slowly train a dog to accept and even enjoy teeth brushing and oral care. You can make it the time. You can make make the time if it means saving your dog's life, because <laughs> it, it can really lead to some horrible, horrible issues and really affect you know the longevity of your pet. So. Um, you know, that's kind of like how you should think about it. Is, wow, if I brush my t- pet's teeth, it takes me a couple of minutes, then it's going to save my pet's life. And I know it sounds extreme, but it does go that way sometimes, you know, so let's try and prevent it. And eating kibble and expecting it to clean a dog's teeth is the equivalent of eating hard pretzels and expecting them to keep a human's teeth clean. <laughs> that never worked for me because <laughs> I don't like those pretzels. <laughs> I think they're the strangest thing ever. Uh, not going to clean your teeth. So if you think on those kind of lines, the same as ours, you know, they need what we call mechanical, a mechanical action to get all that off their teeth. So that's really, really, really important. And she says, you know, got an uncooperative uncooperative dog and have a dog who has never had their teeth brushed. Here are some reality-based tips that will help. And this is great for new puppy parents because the sooner you get them started and they think it's normal, the easier it's going to be for everyone. Always have a veterinarian check your dog's teeth at least once a year and prior to starting any home-based dental regimen. And if your dog has broken teeth, periodontal disease, gum problems or anything else going on within the mouth, you don't want to go poking around with a toothbrush or what they call a dentreface. It's a fancy word. Dogs in pain can and will snap and bite. So, um, And sometimes you can tell if they've got any problems with their teeth. They may not want to eat. Uh, They may um, lose weight because they're not eating because it's painful to eat. So you really need to keep an eye on them with those kind of things. Her first tip is lose the toothbrush. (laughs) <laughs> don't go in there straight away with the toothbrush for a few weeks, a few days to a week simply accustom your dog to the idea of your finger in his or her mouth and I'm saying dog and this can be your cat's too uh, lift the dog's lips and praise your dog for allowing you to do that <laughs> My dogs are really good with that, that bit. Um, Don't do this when your dog is sleeping or has just finished eating. Wait until your dog is fully relaxed and they're close by and have a few treats available to reward them for such great behaviour. And do this two to three times a day, if possible, for an entire week. Never scold your dog for not cooperating. And positive reinforcement is the key to them thinking this is great. The goal is to make the entire experience rewarding. In fact, praise... Your pet, just like he won, like the best in show. (laughs) Reward with a treat, lots and lots of praise. We all know that goes a long, long way. Here's what I recommend get some gauze. That sounds like I'm from New York, the way I say gauze. How do you say gauze? Gauze. 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 (laughs) Gauze. I do something more like New York. Uh, Purchase some inexpensive gauze at your local drugstore. And gradually begin to rub your dog's teeth with a dry gauze pad. Repeat the same behaviors as you did in the previous step. Reward, praise, choose a very calm time. And once the dog accepts this behavior, dampen the the gauze pad with warm water, not cold. Because you know that could be like nightmare on your teeth and your gums and then the goal is to get the dog used to having just dental care at home performed without making him nervous in the process so it's just a simple little thing get those little gauze squares make sure you hold them tight or some people put them around their fingers you know have you seen those little finger toothbrushes for humans
2: uh, Cody, my my old lab, he loved his teeth brush. So. yeah,
1: you know what? I think it is all about how you approach it, isn't mm. it? You know, I mean, if you're not like, come here, we're going to brush your teeth, then you're not going to have a great result. Right. You know, but um, it's it's one of the best things you could ever do. But once you've got to that point with your gauze and your damp gauze, your warm warm water on the damp gauze, then you're going to graduate. <laughs> you're going to move from the damp gauze. To to go goes with some dog-friendly toothpaste paste applied to it. Do not use human toothpaste; it's very very dangerous to your pets. So make sure it is human. It's not human. Sorry, it's for pets only. You can pick that up at your vet or local pet store. And if this seems like too much work, remember that you are conditioning your dog to like the process of teeth brushing. So you're not going to be doing this five times a day, <laughs> every day. You know you're going to be able to brush their teeth properly. Alternately, you can purchase a pre-treated dental wipe from places like PetSmart. And I've used those before. Uh, they are very soft in texture and are infused in ingredients like baking soda that help control bacteria and reduce the accumulation of dental plaque. Use the same techniques you did in previous steps. Praise, reward, and ensure you are being happy and not struggling with your pet. Yelling at your pet, stop it, or no Rex," <laughs> will defeat the purpose. And if you, you were a two-year-old child making a first trip to the dentist, how would you want to be treated? Now envision your dog in that dental chair. And it's all very, very new to your dog. Yeah, don't be surprised if I start taking my dog to my dentist. It'll be like, can you just clean my dog's teeth for me? <laughs> He thinks I'm nuts anyway, so he would just be like, oh, that's kind of the norm for her. And so here we go. For the not-so-happy dogs, assuming that your dog's adjusting to having the above steps performed, it's time to tackle the toothbrush. If your dog has not been accepting up to this point, at the very least, try to keep the dental wipes routine going. Some dogs will just completely not allow a pet parent to probe their mouth with anything more than a gauze. The motion and abrasion that the mechanical abrasion provides provided by a toothbrush, is crucial to help rid a dog's teeth of tartar and plaque, which leads to periodontal disease and worse. More about that shortly, she says, in this article. Some sort of dental care is better than no dental care. And at this stage, do what any frustrated pet parent would do. Grab the leash, your dog, and do some retail therapy. <laughs> Involve your dog in picking up some dental treats that he can enjoy. So you've got to figure out where you fall, you know. If you've got a dog that's not even opening their lips, you know, <laughs> then you are got to try and do something different. And at least once a week, Carol takes her dog, uh, Dexter, and they make a little trek out to PetSmart and they stock up on, on goodies checking out the latest offerings. And this is for teeth. And uh, so uh, what they're checking out this week, and I've been checking out some stuff too, is uh, the dentist sticks. It's an X shape of um, of the dentist sticks Helps to get down to a dog's gum line while chewing. Plus they are clinically proven to help fight nasty tartar and plaque. No matter what size your dog um, if you, you've got, you can actually get a size that works for your pet. Just make sure it's not too small that they choke on it. That's the last thing that you need, and if you're into more of like Q shapes and what she called nubbies on a treat, and they're more your thing, check out Whimsy's line of dental chews available as well. They come in like alligator shapes, and uh, they're called Porty paw, Favors <laughs> for dog friends too. Um, so if you if you got to a point where they they're not going to let me brush your teeth, but they're working great with the gauze, and you can get a, a dental chew, some mechanical scraping, then that's that's a good alternative. Don't, oh, what was I going to say? Uh, toothbrush time. Assuming that your dog is adjusting and having the above steps performed, it's time to tackle that toothbrush. And don't stress your dog or yourself even uh, to get to that stage. Don't rush it. Decide to do one side of the mouth in the morning, one in the evening. And always praise, always reward with treats and always make this a positive experience. Like riding a bike. If you still need the training wheels, it's okay. <laughs> stick with the gauze until you can graduate. And some folks may want to try a finger toothbrush. Just talked about that. Design specifically to stick your fingertip in. And There is a right and a wrong way to hold the dog's gel to brush. And I'm going to try and find you a video of that because that would be a fact... Carol has one, and I'm going to put that link up for you. So when it comes to tools of the trade, a child's toothbrush is best for newcomers because it's small and dogs have small amounts. And a fingertip toothbrush is also acceptable for starters. Never use human toothpaste on a dog. And she says, why? One, they can't spit. And there are ingredients in many human toothpaste that can make a dog sick or worse. Um, Ask your dog's veterinarian for a doggy toothpaste recommendation. The one that Carol uses is CET Vanilla Mint. Uh, but there are several flavours available. Allow the dog to lick the toothpaste off your fingertip before doing any probing. You may need to put tooth pr- toothpaste on a small brush and simply do a few teeth for a few days. Remember, this is a process, and the goal is to reduce plaque but not induce stress or create a dog who lives in fear of your next move. Like, oh no, the toothbrush! <laughs> So it's all about timing. It's all about technique. And so when you've made it this far, she says, congratulations, you're on your way to your dog living a lot longer than he would have without a dental routine in place. And what you need to do is decide when you are going to brush your dog's teeth and recommend doing it, she recommends doing it once a week until your dog is used to it and uh, she brushes a minimum of once daily in her house she is the queen of dog teeth that's for sure, she is the queen of that that's her big push is dental health, which I think is brilliant and she normally does it at night she also uses dental wipes intermittently for good oral hygiene as well and according to Dr. Patrick Mahaney who I know also, he's the veterinarian to the stars, he's a holistic vet too which is wonderful, Um, his Doug happens to have an immune system disease and he brushes his teeth daily so the dog has very little infection or inflammation in his mouth so that's another reason why you want to do that so when you're doing this you never want to stand above your dog and you want to you know want him to feel threatened you know the toothbrush is a lot bigger when it's coming down from (laughs) from above (laughs) like an optical illusion and you want your dog to be relaxed so try sitting behind your dog next to them or kneeling down and place a small amount of toothpaste on the brush and place the brush at a 45 degree angle against the teeth and slowly brush that's really important brushing small circles getting top and bottom on each side and if you are unable to comfortably get the toothbrush behind the tooth and that's where a lot of the plaque is is hidden that you won't see use a finger toothbrush to pro- pro- probe the delicate area dental treats like dentists or whimsies are good for getting behind teeth too and on a note here she says ongoing or heavy bleeding may indicate that you are brushing too hard or can be a sign of periodontal disease itself. So seek veterinary assistance. Your vet is also a fantastic resource to show you proper in-person techniques. So don't be scared to ask them you know get get the right technique from them brush a few teeth at a time working up to more each day well you know how it is <laughs> used to brush galaxies and she's like nope that's it now i'm done <laughs> i'm like but i've only got half of them done so uh, you just had to tackle it <laughs> the, the next time and uh, you may need assistance from a family member or friend until the dog gets used to used to what's going on here's how we uh, we brush our teeth she says note the position and she's got some pictures i'm gonna put this up for you and she has a a, a really cool like Non-threatening pose that she gets in to handle a dog's jaws, and she shows you the motion of the toothbrush. And um, it takes her about sixty seconds to completely brush a dog's teeth. That's amazing. And after uh, she's done one side, he gets a treat, and after the other side, he gets another. So it, it helps their patience as well. Um, and they will get used to that routine. Like, oh, and no, I'm going to get a treat in a minute. Oh, now she's doing the other side. Oh, I'm getting another treat. So they get to understand your routine and their routine. And she says that her dog knows it's time for teeth. And that's their catchphrase. So she's made it a really positive thing with a command, essentially, that says it's time for teeth. So I'm sure it's like, whoa, yay, it's time together and we get treats. Brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. And he gets very excited ahead of teeth time teeth time (laughs) aim for a minute or two to get the brushing complete but keep in mind it is a goal and you might need to do a few seconds at a time for weeks it's a clip she says and positive reinforcement is key no scolding no getting frustrated and your pet will be as happy as a clam so keeping the mood light and happy throughout the process obviously really really important maybe you can light some candles and play some nice music Whatever works, just do it and tell your dog what a good boy or good girl she is. And your body language and your mood will dictate how your dog decides to react to the teeth brushing. So finally, there's some after brushing and dental care doesn't end with brushing. There are a variety of dog dental rinses available that some pet parents add to the dog's water. Be certain none of them contain, ooh, this is a funny word, xylitol xylitol it is a toxic substance and i think what's important to know do not believe because there's a product out there for your pets that it is entirely healthy for your pets or safe for your pets you will be surprised what some companies will do to sell a product so make sure that xylitol is not in This water additive that you would... It's a rinse that you would put in your dog's water. And like she says, dog kisses are one of the best parts of her day. So to keep her dog's teeth clean and breath fresh, the above tips serve her very, very well because she kisses the dogs all the time. (laughs) And as an insider... Uh, And and she says, as an aside, sorry, our last Cocker Spaniel never needed a professional dental cleaning under anesthesia. And she lived to be one week shy of 15 years old. Our diligence in brushing and keeping an eye on her teeth and gums are the direct reasons why she had great teeth and gums. And the bonus, by knowing what the normal anatomy of your dog's teeth and gums are, you will be better able to ascertain what abnormal is. That's really important. If you're looking daily, do you know there's a change? and then you know you can jump on it if you need to. She says our dog she said that her dog's groomer, that is um, Dexter, her dog, tells us that at least once or twice a month the, the groomer discovers a lump or growth in a dog's mouth when he is checking the face and or, uh, oral area prior to grooming. Those lumps and growths are sometimes cancerous, and early detection is key. So there's another big reason why you should be cleaning their teeth and and watching their mouth every single day. It is a commitment. It does take time to establish a dental care routine, but... Isn't adding years onto your dog's life absolutely worth it? Of course it is. And so in a continuing effort to bring the best medical advice for dogs and their parents, she says, here's the flip side of things from a veterinary tech perspective with medicine versus mom. And uh, she's put a link up there uh, by Rachel Shepherd. Um, And she has a blog uh, that says, it's called, My Kid Has Paws, Explain Why Dental Care is Important in Dogs. So I just thought they were fantastic, fantastic tips. And if you haven't started an oral hygiene program for your pets, start today, baby steps, until you get there with positive reinforcement along the way and you should have some great results and extend the life of your pet. There you go. Isn't that a good article? I was so thrilled when I read that. I've read a lot, but she always does a nice thorough... Um, article and I say she's the queen of teeths I'm the queen of rock and roll dogs and she's the queen of of dogs teeths (laughs) teeth so that was a long article but I think it was very very useful so on that note we're going to take a quick break we're going to listen to some words from our sponsors and we'll be right back you'll listen to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me Sam your host the queen of rock and roll dogs we'll be right back DesignerPetSweaters.com, hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit DesignerPetSweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. DesignerPetSweaters.com
0: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Now, let's return to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Here again, your host, the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam.
1: Hello and we're back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio a rock and roll show all about pets, people and pop culture and I'm Sam your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs and before the break we were talking about Pet Dental Health Awareness Month and uh, February is the time when we focus on that which is great so we hope lots and lots of people get to see blog posts and uh, tweets and videos all about how to care for your dog's teeth and I'm going to be putting up a link to Carol Bryant's Article on pet dental health and how you can learn to brush your pet's teeth. And she is with uh, the Fidos of Reality pet blog. Fantastic blog. If you really want to go and check that out, it is www.fidosofreality.com. She has some great stuff. You know, she covers everything from the serious to the funny. She's got amazing giveaways. Let me tell you about that and great competition. So um, head on over there. And she's a friend of mine. And I'll get to see her in May at the big blog pause conference in Nashville. So. I'll be around all my pet blogging friends. I'm pretty excited about that. And the fact that I have never gone back to Nashville after I left Nashville, So I lived there for nearly five years. I haven't been back in 16 years. So uh, it'll be nice to go back and see some friends. <laughs> Good city. It's a great city. It really is. I didn't like those winters. I was, Ooh, the freezing rain, never experienced that in my life until I got there. And, and I fell down in the parking lot, and it was raining. I thought, oh, my gosh, how did I fall down? And I realized it was like glass. So I said to my twin sister in England, oh, my gosh, I fell down today. Freezing rain. She went, whoa, what is that? She's in England, too. She, I've never seen freezing rain in England. Really? It rains, and it freezes, but not at the same time. Hmm? Not normally. So that was my first experience was decking it in the parking lot. <laughs> embarrassing people around you know what can you do so that's where i'll be in may and i'm pretty excited about that so let me tell you a little bit about some news not great news i have to tell you the lead animal foundation contract renewal was up for renewal and there was a Clark County commission meeting where no kill las vegas wanted to make a request to have the contract opened up to an rfp a request for proposal to allow other companies to step in and say we would like the contract to have a no-kill shelter. Uh, our, our city shelter is not no-kill. It is a high-kill shelter. So of course, who wouldn't want that? And it was uh, this decision was tabled for 30 days and no-kill Las Vegas was asked to put a proposal together. Uh, there was a similar request made the following day to the city of Las Vegas and the city denied the request. Um, at this point, no-kill um, have a mountain of work and prep ahead of them and I have personally been... Through an RFP, and I lost the will to live. Just about it is a, an insane amount of work. It is a, it is money because you have to prep a lot of things, and it is you, you give your life up for the next month if, if you you know if you've got a proposal to put in in 30 days. It is work beyond work. If you want to help, No Kill Las Vegas, you can go to nklv.org and uh, offer your services. Uh, they're going to have to put a lot of um, a lot of information together and. They They have only a month and that is not very long. And uh, here are some points worth noting about our city shelter in 2012 61% of the animals that entered the Animal Foundation were euthanized the Animal Foundation is also LEED it's the same company in case you got you got confused 20, is that, so 2012 61% and that's a total of 24,805 dogs and cats it's it's, uh, it's an enormous problem it's a nightmare other communities such as Austin Reno Kansas City Austin Jacksonville and Seattle have implemented progressive proven practices and policies that have lowered kill rates to less than 10% which is so impressive and the Animal Foundation Killed more animals last year than all of the county shelters in LA combined. The current animal foundation director has held the position for seven years with little uh, real progress, and we need new management that is committed and passionate about positive change and saving lives. And the kill rate has hovered between 61 to 64% since 2007. So it is not improving. Uh, there is no consistent downward trend to our kill rate, and this is what we want to see. And we demand more for the four million th- dollars—sorry, four million dollars tax dollars sent, uh, spent to run this animal shelter. That is our tax dollars. It's not a money issue. There's plenty of money coming into that shelter. Plenty of money. So it's not a money issue. I'm going to say it's a caring issue and a, a, a being progressive, change with the times issue. That's what I think it needs to be, most definitely. We don't need the status quo. It's not very good. So uh, if you want to help No Kill Las Vegas, go to nklv.org and offer your services. And whether it's just sharing that information just to make people aware, it's a really good thing. So um, let's see what happens because uh, Animal Foundation lead... Are asking for a twenty-year contract, and with a track record at this point that is not very good, we don't need another twenty years of that, you know. So that's really, really important uh, issue to get on board with. Um, another thing that happened in the news that I didn't like: and video surfaced on social media yesterday that was shocking, and well, it was two days ago, and it was a shelter worker at the—I don't know how to pronounce it—is it his- Hisperia or Hisperia. Hesperia, California, on the way down to L.A. I think it's Hesperia, Animal Shelter. And an employee was dragging a dog by its leash. And this dog was flat on its belly. The dog looked scared. It was whimpering. And while this was taking place, as as she dragged... I don't know, like she was dragging, I don't know, a little red cart behind. I mean, like dragging this big dog, and it was crying on its belly. Its legs splayed out, clearly very, very distressed. There were two other employees stood in the hallway, didn't blink an eye, let uh, alone said anything about this terrible incident. And upon me doing a little digging, it appears that this behavior is quite common at the shelter. calls to the city about the way it's run. So now I've learned directly from the shelter that the dog in the video has since been reunited with its owner. And can you imagine being the owner and seeing that video and how their pet was treated? Shelter employees have to expect every animal entering a shelter is going to be scared, and dragging a dog is not the answer. Veterinarians deal with scared pets and they have a variety of methods that they use to work with animals. Um, and I've sent an email over to the shelter, actually to the city, and I've asked these questions, and hopefully I'll have answers for you next week. Has the employee taken responsibility for what she did to the dog? Has she been terminated? Um, are there any further, is there any further further action that the owner is going to take against the shelter, because if that was me and my dog, yeah, I would have something to say about that. Will the observing employees who did nothing to stop what she was doing, will they be terminated? What's going to happen with them? And what is the shelter going to do to prevent this ever happening ever again? And I say high five to the person that took the video because I'm sure that was not easy to take that video. So um, I will post that link up once again and we'll hopefully get some answers. This is not acceptable and do not be naive in thinking that everyone that works at the shelter loves animals because they don't. So, um, and it's very shocking and we don't need to see this and we've got, to, uh, we've got to demand, particularly with our tax dollars, how these shelters run, you know, and uh, the animals need to be their first priority and their well-being. So, not a great piece of information is it? Um, I think we need to take one more quick commercial breaks i've got a couple little things to run at the end of the show so uh we're going to listen to some words from our sponsors you listen to vegas rock dog radio with me sam your host the queen of rock and roll dogs we'll be right back
0: there's nothing more delicious and healthy than an old family recipe and for over 50 years our family's been creating them especially for your pets NutriSource Super Premium Pet Foods. Dog and cat food that's all natural, holistic, and organic. NutriSource Pet Foods contain our patented Good for Life system for your pet's optimum health and well-being. So order now. Safe, quality food made by our family for your furry family members. Go to NutriSourcePetFoods.com. From our family to yours, Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, also known as the Pet Lady. I travel from coast to coast to pet trade shows and consumer events to scout out what the hottest, hippest, and most unique pet products are on the planet, bringing you tips and tricks from top veterinarians, groomers, trainers on how to safely travel and live happily with your pets. The Pet Lady will be in a city near you, showing off the latest and greatest tech pet gadgets, cozy comforts, and fab gift ideas for man's and woman's best friends. You can learn more at thepetlady.net or connect socially and tweet with me at Pet Lady World. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on a Super Smiley Adventure. Good boy.
1: Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Radio.
0: Radio. (laughs) PetLifeRadio.com. Vegas Rock Dog Radio continues. The phone lines are open at 702-483-4444. Now, here again, your host, Sam. Sam.
1: We're back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. With me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And uh, Mike was just telling me on the break, we were having a little discussion about that that awful GoDaddy ad where the dog actually looks like it was thrown out of a truck, but it's apparently jumped out the back of a truck, which should not be having your pets in the back of your truck anyway. Um, and the ad is the dog gets lost. It finally makes its way home. The owner's like, oh, I'm so glad you came back because I'm shipping you out. I just sold you on a GoDaddy website. So you were just saying that Danica Patrick...
2: Oh yeah, real upset about this and of course, you know, sponsorship deals and everything else and as I haven't got all the details on it yet, but whether it was on her her end go daddy's end or a mutual thing, she won't not be back with them next year. No, you got it. And a lot of it because of this ad and she felt like that she was sort of suckered into it. Oh. And the dog it hits a bump and it flies out the back of the truck right and we see the dog go through all its perils and everything else well if you watch all if you go to YouTube you can see all the complete footage well I guess apparently the the great people at GoDaddy at the last minute decided to change the ending the way they Mm -hmm. did which really went controversial. and So
1: did she find out after the fact then, I'm assuming? Per, yeah. I, that's
2: what, that, from what I've read, she found out. I mean, you know, because they're paid to come in and do, you yes. know, a film clip. You've been involved with entertainment yeah. business. You, yeah. you know, an actor or an actress is brought in. Okay, you're, here's your lines. This is what you're going to yeah. wear. Hair and makeup, bing bang, you're in and out the door. That's and,
1: right. And you don't know the, the entire concept sometimes.
2: And, and half the time, these people don't even really see the finished product that's unless true. unless they're watching television and yeah. it pops on, you that's know? That's very, very true. Um, so. Right. Wow, I but was anyhow, so you know.
1: mad. I, I'm, you know what? I say morals sometimes are just more golden than money. They just are, you know. And she's
2: a very well-known animal lover, has four right. or five dogs herself. So, I mean.
1: Yeah, that probably so did Good go, for Danica. Yeah. yeah, that didn't go down too well. So, I'm glad of that update because that's, that's how people... One, it's awareness, which is very good, and two, to tell these companies, no, we don't, we don't accept that kind of um, image. I just thought, I personally thought
2: the ad was real cheesy. Why would you want to ship a dog through GoDaddy? I I just thought it was a cheesy thing, and especially
1: if you come from my end, which is rescue. First of all, you wouldn't even get a dog from a breeder online. You just wouldn't. You know, you would go, you go meet the parents of the dog, and you look at the puppy. You know, that's how it works. You know, and and that's one of the things that breeders do tell you is, don't buy a dog offline. You know, because it's that's not how breeders do it. Well, if you, know? you, if you
2: look at the aspect of the film, it was set out in a you know in a very rural country area yeah. and everything else. So pretty much uh, coming from that type of area myself, growing up, you know, if you had litters of cats or dogs or whatever, you, you went around to the neighbors, hey man, the, you know, <laughs> yeah. Lulu had another round. You want one? Right. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much how they got and The yeah. dogs all sort of stayed in the in the, in community. the, in the community, you know, yeah. so whatever.
1: But yeah, I'm glad to hear that. So that's that's good. We've got a big high five for uh, Delicate Patrick and um, for sure. Mike knows about her because Mike has a show on pit racing, this is his show. So he knows all the ins and outs of uh, those uh, racing celebrities. So I want to tell you about my rescue of the week. My rescue of the week is the Nevada Beagle Rescue. And the reason that I love them this week, well, I love them every week, is that they saved a 20 year old dog that was dumped at the shelter. That's right. I said 20 years old. Who does that? I mean, is that unbelievable? So after, yeah, that's for Regina. That that clap for Regina and her team, (laughs) and after the dog's photos started to circulate on Facebook, um, you know, and what we do is, we like, we tag people from rescue, say, hey, can you help? You know, so. Regina was tagged and uh, she jumped right into action within a couple of hours the dog was pulled from our high kill shelter animal foundation because we got to get him out of there and a foster was ready to take the dog which is brilliant and here's the great news and she named him grandpa and she says he can get around totally fine she said he gets around better than some other dogs and for his age he's doing really really well and she said he is ready for his real forever lap so uh if you're interested in grandpa you can find him at uh, Southern Nevada Beagle Rescue dot Calm. And thank you, Regina, for that, because she has a heart for the little broken ones and the ones that are older and have issues. And she says, you know, hey, if I can if I only have them for a week and, and, and unfortunately they pass away, they had the best week of their life with me. And it's wonderful. That's that's really doing rescue when you take those really difficult cases. And she certainly has a soft spot for she says the old ones. she calls them, you know, I'm just so impressed by the community that I'm in and the people that I know that start tagging and sharing and can you help and they do help and they step up and I can run down there and pick the dog up and can you can we raise some money, oh we've got the money, the money came in and a great example of that last week was I mentioned that the Churchill Foundation was having a fundraiser for little three pounds three pounds, Ricci cutest dog you've ever met I so could have put her in my bag and taken her home honestly last week so I went to the fundraiser it was at my favourite coffee shop, Sunrise Coffee on the patio, some of the nicest people I know in rescue were there, from all different rescues and private rescue and that kind of thing. And uh, that very day, Richie's surgery money was raised, $1,200. And they got their money a little bit quicker once it was deposited than they expected. And she was in surgery yesterday, and she was out of surgery yesterday. And uh, she had a little operation on the outside of her heart. And she is going to be fine, totally fine. Um, I'm sure we've got a million people that want to adopt her because she is the cutest little three-pound ball of whiteness you've ever seen in your life and she was lovely she was so good with people and big thank you to everyone that helped with that when the community comes together like that it's just fantastic gosh we have have great people here so little richie will post up a cute picture of her running because she's cuter than anything and whoever uh, adopts her all they'll have to do is take her for a yearly checkup and that's it she won't need any meds or anything like that so uh, her life certainly improved a great deal for a little three-pound dog. So I like to, of course, thank my sponsors because they make the show happen every single week and if you'd like to be a commercial sponsor you can contact us through Facebook Twitter wherever you want to contact us I told you where we are we're everywhere and uh, we can go from there um, my giveaway ends tomorrow night on the rock and roll dog and I'm giving away a Chicky quickie box filled with, filled with goodies uh, from the Chicky quickie company and it's goodies for humans oh it's the best box you can imagine and uh, the the good thing is, the company has done a lot in the past to raise money for animals, so uh, we like to support those companies that love those animals like we do. That's their Cheeky Quickie Box Giveaway on the Rock and Roll And, not and just the letter N and uh, all you have to do is leave a comment. Tell us why you want to win it and then we'll ship that out to the winner and uh, that's a monthly subscription box so um, you'll get to see what people are getting for March and it's a it's the extra special VIP one I, from what I can gather. Lots of stuff in it. So, I know. I've always got stuff to give away. It's great. <laughs> Love it. Uh, how many minutes have we got, Mike?
2: You got exactly two. Two
1: minutes. Two, two, three, two, three. So, let's close the show out by saying remember, you can help a pet in need. Either rescue, adopt, donate, volunteer, or share your time and their information. Rescue your next family member. Replace the word shop with adopt. Be kind to all animals and support businesses that support animal rescues. Uh, They're my kind of people. I'd like to thank you for listening in this week. And uh, you're a big, big part of the show. And today, like I said, we have been live from Las Vegas uh, on Vegas All Net Radio, where Vegas Rock Dog Radio Show is all about pets, people, and pop culture. And I am your host, the Queen of Rock and Roll Dogs, and I will be back next week. And remember, kiss your pets good morning and good night. Have yourself a great weekend. Thank you for listening in.
0: Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.